With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does, and we are in the air everywhere. The vast power of iHeart, the global reach of podcasting here, and we are back at it because we learned this last week that four hours are not enough. Of course, last week it was zero hours were not enough, but we are back at it. Ben Maller and David Gascon. Not to be confused with his alter ego, Gagon, which was given to him by the great Mike North, one of the great nicknames. In radio history, hey, but we he, are Where's we are he back. at these days? Mike North? Yeah. Uh, I think he's back on the air in Chicago, actually. Is he? I think he's got a weekend show in Chicago. He does, he's like a, he's got a, his tentacles are all over the place, uh, Doc. <laughs> or not Doc, I, I call him Doc. Uh, Mike, you know what, Mike, I think Chicago, I, the first knee-jerk reaction is Doc Mike. Actually, it was just, I told you before we started doing this podcast that I just got a call from Doc Mike in Chicago, who's convinced he's my personal doctor, and he wants to give me some... It's like he works for Kaiser or something. He wants to give me some care, but uh, how many how many yeah. listeners have your telephone number? Uh, that's a good question. We had well, Doc Mike's had it for the longest. Uh, there were a couple of other listeners, but Doc's the one that's the most abusive. Doc's the one that really uh, just calls me every week, non uh, nonstop. There we were. I think there's two other people I've given the number to, but they were actually well. Actually, now we have our friend in Maine. Uh, who I met in Boston. Now, I, she, I didn't actually give her my number. Uh, her and her uh, her guy, Paul, there, I didn't give her my number, but I, I she was going to send me. This is a funny, one of the great scams here, Gascon. So she's like, hey, I'm going to send you, um, I'm going to send you this, uh, 
this hat from from Maine, the minor league team, right in yeah. Maine. And so I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, and so I had her take a picture of my my business card, which they gave me years ago to to show her that hey, this is uh, you know this is important, whatever. This is the address, send it here. And uh, so she said, no, let me just take a picture of it. And then uh, turns out, of course, she got a photo of my my number, and uh, occasionally will send me uh, text messages. So I get. That's the most recent one, but that was not an intentional act. Well, um, that was not an intentional act. Since I do this this podcast for for free, yeah, uh, I think I'd be willing to share that telephone number. You want to give that number out? Go ahead, Gascon. I have a great lawyer. I have a really good lawyer. Uh, so I would like to give you. If you can. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, I, I think that would be uh, that would be wonderful. Listen, I need a little bit of extra money in the pockets, and uh, yeah, I think that'd be uh, I think that'd be great. Yeah. For a good time, call this number. Available 11 p.m. till 5 a.m. Ah, all right, all right. Uh, anyway, listen. So we got to get with the, on with the show here. You're distracting me. How dare you? Sorry. Uh, we the menu today. We've got you have lots of gall. We've got that mellow yellow tomato tomato. Elementary. It's the diet, stupid. Spanning the globe. Study this. It's in the bag. Those are listener questions. Uh, and don't stick to sports stories of the week. So we have all those. We will throw them all together and we'll make some baba ganoush. All right. We're going to start with this. Now, I, I'm going to begin with – it's all about me, Gascon. You love this type of broadcasting. Do you not? It's uh, it's a little bit different than eulogy radio. You have different it, forms. Yeah. Some of it, you are, you are bombastic. A couple days ago, it was a great rant with the Houston Astros. Other times, it's frankly just ejaculation radio because you have listeners that come on and profess their love to you. What's wrong with that? I don't it's know disgusting. Wrong with, there's nothing wrong with that. And then, you have, and then you have staff members that just foam at the mouth because of you, which is a little annoying, too. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, Who's so, foaming? Well, angry, in anger, foaming at the mouth. But no, 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 no. Like, Brian Fenley loves you. He adores but you. But he's the exceptional. Brian Finley is like a Bennett. But Finley's like the, the one of the only Bennett's that's in the building. Like everyone else is like, screw this guy, he's terrible. Uh, get somebody else in there. I don't think that's true, especially when is. you're gone for a couple of days. Like you took a week off for vacation purposes just a yeah, few days vacation, ago. Yes, I I booked myself at a uh, four day, four and a half days at a bed and bath in a hospital. Yes, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> Hashtag sleep number bed. Four nights uh, at a hospital of your choice, unplanned. Yes, vacation. <laughs> Oh, it's good to know that I had the sick time. I did not know that. But, uh, well, you had continue to use, on uh, with your little rant. No, I I'm listen. I, it was uh, it was a little empty of a feeling for you being gone for a yeah. week. Uh-huh. Uh, I I was actually a little shocked when I knew something was up because I sent you a a, a acid amount of of texts that usually will respond. You'll respond accordingly with a wow or what the hell are you sending me or this is disgusting. But all of a sudden, I got a, a text from another number that I didn't recognize, yeah. and it was your better half. And I was like, "Oh shit, something's yeah, yeah, up." Yeah. Halfway through the text <laughs> well, message, I realized, "Oh shit, something's up." And then I had the news broken to me, and I was like, "Yeah, all right." Jokes aside, I hope this guy's all right. Yeah, very, very odd for you to do jokes aside. So anyway, I got a lot of email. I told people on the radio show that I would spend more time here on the podcast talking about it for those that are interested. Uh, if you're not interested, boy, this is going to be one hell of a boring <laughs> podcast. My God, is this going to be terrible if you don't care about this. But uh, so, as you know, I, we, we didn't do the podcast last week. I, I did have the doctor's note. If I can show you that, Gascon, 
if you want. And uh, I did get rushed by my wife there to the emergency room on Friday. This was November 1st. But to give you the backstory, so I I had started feeling like shit the previous Sunday. Yeah, I was I, here. I, I felt pain like I it was it was not good. I was on my way to uh, actually Staples Center. I was at a Laker Hornets game, uh, sitting in the near the pearly gates there, watching that game on a on a Sunday night. And I I figured it was acid reflux, so I self diagnosed myself. I went on the internet, I went to a couple sites, and I put my symptoms in, and uh, and I and they put it all there, whatever. So I, I treated it with my Amish cure. It didn't get better. This time it didn't get better. Uh, uh, it stayed bad but manageable for several days. I it, the, the pain uh, w- was continuing, and, and I did the show. Here's what the, the ridiculous – I should win, like, uh, some kind of award here. I did the show every night for five nights withering in pain, right? And uh, then on Thursday into Friday, I did the show normally, uh, or somewhat normally. It was Halloween, you know, into November 1st. I then went to the gym. I'd been working out all week. I, I did my workout. I was still in pain. And then I got home and actually started feeling a little better. And then around the time I went to bed, or attempted to go to bed, uh, it's like 7 in the morning, maybe 8 in the morning, uh, and I just could not. It got worse. I couldn't get comfortable. And it was this throbbing like pain in my chest area. Uh, but it kind of felt like acid reflux to me. But it was it – was, Pure agony. So anyway, here's how I ended up going to the hospital. So I attempted to go to bed at approximately 7 in the morning. All right. I then twisted and turned. I took showers and baths. Uh, I drank magical potions my wife cooked up until 6 o'clock at night. I did not sleep on Friday. I was up from uh, all when I went, when I woke up on Thursday, ironically, to do this podcast, until Friday night. At six, and I couldn't go to sleep then because I, uh, I, I just it was terrible. I, my wife got medicine. I drank water. I did everything I could to feel better. And after 12 hours, I got taken to the emergency room, and I ended up staying there for from Friday night till Tuesday afternoon. And in that time, I had my gallbladder removed. Uh, that was Sunday during the late television window, so I did not get to watch you know, Baker Mayfield. Uh, so that was. I think I had a better day than him, as the uh, the joke goes. But but this is typically a pretty routine medical procedure. That's the other thing, Gascon. This is typically an in and out thing. Uh, but I had complications. That's why I had to stay longer. And I, you know, other people have this. They're out the same day. But because my gallbladder was such a such a mess that it was pretty much just a collection of gallstones loosely hanging together uh, and ready to fall apart. Uh, and wreak havoc on the uh, innards of my body, they they considered actually a second medical procedure. That's one of the reasons they didn't operate the first time because I still I had gallstones, they thought, messing around. So they were going to do a, a, a procedure before the other procedure. Uh, and there was a team of doctors trying to figure out how to fix all this. And it uh, makes you feel very good. Uh, makes you feel very good. But that's, that's the backstory on how uh, this all went down. Well, and you want a medal for this, which is... I want a Purple Heart. It, no. It's a little mind-boggling because I saw you that Sunday night, and I actually offered to go to Whole Foods to get you some probiotics or some Tums, 
you said yeah. no. Well, that wouldn't have worked, stupid. I know, but I'm yeah, just you're a bad doctor. I, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, says the guy that waited a week after self-diagnosing himself after having heartburn. gallstones, um, which I I has been. My I, wife said that uh, it's been compared. One of her friends uh, has it's compared to like the pain, of agony of childbirth. Yeah, but worse. Yeah, uh, it's like yeah. kidney stones. But your wife also recommended that you went to the doctor a week prior to you actually going to the ER room. So. The yeah, fact that you want a medal not, because yeah, two see, people recommended a little bit of a remedy and you ignored both? Well, in fairness, my wife always recommends going to the doctor. So it's not, that's her default. Yeah, go to the doctor. Check it out. Why? I think yeah. her occupation has something to do with it. Well, she possibly. does work in trauma. Possibly. <laughs> so. That could be the case. All right. So moving on, we got mellow yellow tomato tomato. Uh, this is wait, continuing. It's all about wait, my gallbladder. Wait, I'm wait, not wait. done with the gallbladder. I, what? I, I know. I was going to ask you do you have a souvenir? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll get to that. All right. All right. So there were two times during all of this uh, medical malady that I thought I was actually in some peril. All right. Now, normally I don't think, you know, come on, I'm going to be fine no matter what. But when now when my wife uh, dragged me to the emergency room and they started to examine me, 
this is the first moment that I thought, oh, oh shit, this is this is not good. Uh, the ER doctor said I was turning jaundice. That uh, for those that don't know, that means you, you're uh, the whites of your eyes and the skin start turning yellow. Yellow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I had a flashback because one my you know, my mom uh, passed away a number of years ago from uh, from cancer and she she had I remember when she started getting worse her skin she started turning jaundice at the end before she passed away and uh, I, it freaked me out I was like oh you know I didn't only I said much but on the inside I'm like oh crap I'm like this is uh, I was uh, I was like wow. And, uh, but apparently it's common when you have extreme uh, gallstones like I had and you do, go an entire uh, week without treating them. Um, and so that, that freaked me out. And then the other thing that freaked me out was the, the nurses and the doctors, they wanted, me, they wanted me to pee into a cup like I was an NFL player doing steroids. And they wanted me to, you know, to examine my urine and all that stuff, So, um, which is what you have to do in the, when you have these situations. So... And my I, my my uh, my urine gas gun, you're very fascinated. It's been a little darker than normal, which is apparently a sign that your body's uh, screwed and dehydrated. Yeah. Uh, but on that Saturday night, now I was alone. More on this uh, for a few hours. So, you know, there's nothing more dangerous than, than when you're alone. Your mind plays the mind tricks on you, especially in a hospital. And uh, that was the day the time change happened. So I had an extra hour that uh-huh. night yeah. in the hospital, which is even better. On Sunday. So I uh, pissed into the cup, and uh, I, I turned on the light, and it looked, hand to God, like tomato juice. Wow. I was urinating V8. And <laughs> you know, my wife had gone home because she couldn't spend the night because the hospital had rules. Uh, uh, so she couldn't stay. I was all alone. And uh, my mind started playing, you know, walking away. I went on the phone and I looked up, you know, what happens when your urine looks like tomato juice, you know. Yeah. Uh, that was a mistake. And uh, after I read a few things on the Internet, I was convinced I was going to die. And, and then uh, around, you know, it, was, it was late at night, but my mother-in-law, who's, uh, she had texted me to see how I was doing. She's a very, uh, very, she's had a big career as an ER nurse in L.A. And, uh, you know, we get along good. And she... She texted me, and I was like, well, my, I tried texting my wife, but she was sleeping. So I was like, hey, it looked like blood. Uh, but, you know, she she was freaking out, too. But then uh, it turned out that it was apparently uh, other crap that was looked like blood, but was you know not as bad as blood. There, I, do you know what Billy Rubin is, Gascon? No. Uh, yeah, I didn't either until this. But apparently the, the Billy Rubin levels uh, in your body from your gallbladder if you have excessive bilirubin in your system, that causes this uh, t- to happen. And so it's supposed to be, for the average human being, it's supposed to be below one. My bilirubin was almost nine. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yeah, it was a bad uh, situation. But, hey, I learned what – I don't need it. I don't think I – do I have the bilirubin still? I don't think I do because I don't have my gallbladder anymore. But, uh, yeah. Billy Rubin is a yellowish substance made during the body's normal process of breaking down red blood cells. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, that the Billy Rubin level was through the roof and it messed with everything. Like the whole thing and I'm like, "Oh man. Wow. This is brutal." All right, uh, th- we've got elementary also. You're listening to the, the fifth hour, but you know that already. The elementary part. So, I spent uh, four nights, and not to brag, guess gun. Four nights and a part of a fifth day uh, at the hospital, and uh, this is not the vacation I needed or I wanted. I, I did notice, though, that for the first time in my life since I was in elementary school or junior high school, time slowed down. 
Like, it slowed down. When I was in the hospital, I, I flashed back when I was in Northwood Elementary School in, uh, in the OC. And I would watch the clock slowly tick forward. And, and, and plus, as I said, I had the good fortune of spending the extra hour in the infirmary and all that. I mean, it was, it was craziness. And it, everyone says the same thing. You cannot sleep in hospitals. I, I noticed they took my vitals. Uh, they, they messed with my – had an IV going and or they take my blood. One of those things every uh, hour at least. Yeah. At, at night. and then But during the day, it didn't seem to happen as often. Uh, the, the main problem, though, is I did not have a private room. I had a shared experience, Gaskin. Ooh, older, younger, male, uh, female? All older men. Uh, three oh. older men. I had roommates. Now, uh, you know, th- I think about it. I was there long enough. Three different people came and left the hospital <laughs> while I was there. That's a good sign. Uh, yeah. Now, there were two guys that had knee replacement operations. All right. The other guy, who actually was the nicest of the guys, uh, was he had an anal fissure. He tore his anal sphincter. How about that? Wow. And he had a good attitude about it. The guy, the guy was upset because he's a Raider fan, and he said that he had a big plan, party planned for the Raiders game that day against, I think they were playing the Lions. And he, had, and he had all his food he had bought and all this stuff for this party, all his guys, you know. He's a Mexican guy. All these guys are coming to my house, you know. And uh, He blew the O-ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, liked the, he had a very good attitude about it. He was, you know, smiling. We were talking back and forth. Uh, the other guys, uh, yeah, not that so much. Oh, uh, much older than me. They're, all these guys were older than me, but this, the other guys were really older than me, and it was, uh, yeah. Which is weird because you're you're not antisocial, but you're an introvert. So yeah. for you to want somebody around or or critique the people that are around you because they're not nice or not talkative, it's a little it's a little bit of a, of a mixed bag, don't you think? Well, I'm not looking to uh, have a wonderful, heartfelt conversation. I just want someone that's not a dick. That's that's all. And uh, you know, it doesn't snore. I mean, yeah, I couldn't sleep because I had my ear. You know, I had my earplugs, but they didn't really work. And then they had, you know, people snoring and farting, and you know, it's uh, wonderful. It's like sleeping next to Hollering James. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like being on a retreat or like on a Boy Scout trip or something like that. And you're back in the day, just a bunch of punks in a, in a bunk bed no were you thinking of any uh monologues while you were just laying bedridden anything uh, good that was going through your mind outside of dying uh, so dying. I, I was trying to keep track of what was going on in in sports i i did see like the the Kawhi leonard load management i said that would have been great i could have done like uh, two hours on load management if i had been on there because he missed a i think it was like the fourth game of the year or something like that uh, that would have been good and there, there were a couple other things I was like, ah, I wish I had been able, you know. But the other times I was like, ah, I don't really care about that. You know, I got, I got my own problems. But what kind uh, of drugs did you take? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, the, they gave me an, a bunch of IVs. I took morphine. Morphine actually, mm-hmm. when I got to the hospital, they gave me morphine. That actually helped pass the gallstone because it opens up the uh, the tubes in your body there. And uh, that, thank God for the morphine because. Uh, otherwise, they would have had to have a second medical procedure, uh, and that would have uh, they would have knocked me out twice and now, cut me open. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know on kidney stones they can they can shoot it with a laser. Can they do that with with gallstones or no? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I, I I don't know. But uh, it, it, I want to address on the email. I got I got asked a lot of questions. A lot of questions. People, some jackasses. I think they're your your friends. Guess gone. We're like. It's your diet, man. See, it's your you, you this intermittent fasting. Blind That's why Scott I, said something too. He said, <laughs> said something yeah. about your past. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, so anyway, so these smarty pants, okay, uh, these smarty pants who seem to believe that my intermittent fasting is to blame for all this, that is fake news. That is fake news. I, I talked to the doctor before and after the operation. The guy that cut me open. Mm-hmm. And he said the diet, that part of the diet had nothing to do with it. Uh, this was a case of my, you know, the chickens coming home to roost, an IOU from when I was in my 20s yeah. and uh, my early 30s, and I ate shit. Uh, every night I would be at Dodger Stadium eating ballpark food, or I'd go to Tommy's for chili cheese fries in the middle of the night, or uh, go pick up a 10-pack of tacos on the way home from some fast food to- uh, joint. I mean, that's that's where this came from. It did not happen. I, since I got married, actually, I've eaten better. I still don't eat great, but I've eaten a lot better than when I was single and I was a bachelor, and I would just eat whatever shit I could get my hands on. It was cheap. I didn't care. Uh, it was quantity over quality and all this stuff. So, but this is this is all about my bad eating habits when I was younger, and it's paid me back in spades here. And uh, I've I've often said at some point the, uh, this will happen. I didn't think it would happen yet. I thought I'd get a few more years before this uh, this uh, stuff started happening. Well, yeah, and of course it's better to happen now when you're when you're up and healthy, relatively speaking, and you're yeah. exercising and you're always working, as opposed to later on in your years where, yeah, something like this could be a a severe medical emergency, and then you're tapped out. You're six feet under. Yeah, so. I mean, you can. It doesn't happen that often. But you can die from the gallbladder. Yeah. Like, people have died from this. If uh, you know, so fortunately, obviously, I guess I think I'm still here alive. I don't know. Maybe I'm in a parallel universe here. I <sighs> that, have no idea. Now, does the, did the missus take any good selfies? <laughs> she took a couple of pictures of me, and I looked like death warmed over in, yes. the, uh, yeah, in the hospital. But uh, those are not for public consumption. So, uh, unfortunately, I told her, I said, no photos. I don't need people to see me in here. I'm good, you know. Because I, I know any photo of me in a hospital would have resulted in 7,000 memes. You know, and I don't need that shit because yeah. it would have continued forever. I was probing a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the good news, there is a positive. There's two positives that came out of all this. Okay, we'll put we'll end my goal talk here, but there's two things that are very positive. I already started to resume my intermittent fasting. Uh, and one of the great things about this is I set what I believe is an unbreakable record for fasting. Okay. Because I was I was on a fast when I got taken, uh, intermittent fast when I got taken to the emergency room. I had not eaten since Thursday, uh, Halloween night, and it was Friday, November 1st. Okay. So I hadn't eaten uh, in about a day, over a day. Uh, and I go to the emergency room, and then they wouldn't let me eat or drink water because I they at any moment I was going to be taken into the operating room. Right. So you can't have food or water. So, and then they, they didn't want to operate because I, there were complications with my gallstones, and they, that's why I was in the hospital for so long. So... So anyway, I ended up going 90 hours in seven minutes. I think I sent you a screenshot, Gascon. Yeah, you did. 90 hours <laughs> in seven minutes bet- between meals. And for much of that, I didn't even have water. Normally, I just drink a lot of water, so it's not that big a deal. I, my stomach's full. Yeah. But I went 90 hours in seven minutes without eating food. That's pretty good. And did, uh, Were you thinking about food, though, at all? Uh, no, uh, no, I was not. At the beginning, I wasn't because I was in pain. I wasn't uh, thinking about it. And then... At the end, I was just trying to get out of the hospital, so I wasn't really thinking about it. I was, I was worried about the surgery and all that, but um, I was less than six hours away from four full days. That's great. Without eating. That is awesome. My own personal hunger strike, yes, gone. That's great. And then the other thing that I'm so happy about, and I'm like, well, I should put this in my book when I write my book someday, is from the moment I went into the hospital to the moment I came out of the hospital, four days, I lost eight pounds. Okay. <laughs> I lost eight pounds. How great is that? Eight pounds in four days, gone. You lost your gallbladder. Well, that doesn't weigh eight pounds. The gallbladder doesn't weigh that well, much. Well, with you, you never know. Wow. I, you did what say, an asshole. You did say it's the spades of your of your bad days in your 20s and your early 30s. So yeah. you never know. Uh, no, it was not uh, that bad. But to answer your other question, I did not get an offer to take the gallbladder because it was really not a gallbladder anymore. It was just a collection of gallstones. It was like a be taking a cup of sand from the beach. Yeah. I want to – 90 plus hours on a fast. That's pretty damn good, especially when you're bedridden too and you have nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, but what a lonely feeling too for a while, you said, because the missus was out and so you were by your lonesome – and just, as you said, self-medicate and self-diagnose, that's a dangerous feeling, especially when when something serious like this is not like your tonsils or your appendix or a broken bone or a, a busted tendon. This is your gallbladder. So, yeah, man, I, I, I felt bad for you. I felt- No, you were sending me messages. Why don't you do the show from the hospital? Well, things like that. That's compelling radio, though. Oh my god, that's compelling. That, like, uh, people live to see things like that. You don't do you don't do blissful radio Monday through Friday, do you? Oh, I do very positive no. cheerleading radio. Well, it might be good. positive, but it, it, it's train wreck radio. That that people love to see a good car crash, and this is exactly what it was. Yeah. This is this is Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson. Like you caught a sweet <laughs> shot to the chin, uh-huh. and you were down. 
Yeah. You were I, down. I was, I was down for the week. Mighty Casey struck out. Yeah. But at least you have another at bat. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, uh, moving on, guest. Uh, very positive. Thank you for that. Very kind. Uh, spanning the globe. Spanning the globe. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, human drama of athletic competition. So I will be doing something I've not done a long time. I will be pretending to be a TV person. Uh, because of you, Gascon, you've dragged me into your dark underbelly on Friday night. Depending on when you hear this podcast, we might have already done this, but... Uh, Friday night, uh, I will put on my Ken doll outfit and I will do a little TV action, right, Gascon? What are we doing? A high school football game? Is that correct? You are you're going to be suited and booted to the fullest. Yes. And, and as you would say, it's on Fox, so you better watch. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, of course. You know, if, if, who loves high school football? I mean, it's like I'm like that guy that used to work at the 690, John Kintera, back in the oh, day. Oh yeah, the, the coach. coach. The coach, John Kinter, Mr. High School Football. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. So it's a high school playoff game, not just a regular season game. It's a playoff game. Yeah. Playoffs. And it's two of the best teams in Southern California, and yeah. one of members of the Trinity League, and the other one's out of Corona, Centennial High School, which has usually had some top prospects go to college and then to the National Football League. Yeah, I, I was doing my show prep. I know you don't do show prep for the game, but I saw Vontez Perfect went to Centennial back in the day. I bet you didn't know that yeah. for uh, them. And then, and then Jay, Jay Sarah. They're in, like, that's the, t- I didn't even know that conference. That's the toughest, con- the Trinity Conference, you call it? The Trinity League, Mo- yeah. Modern day and all those Catholic schools in Orange County that recruit players. Yeah. That's like, that's more competitive than the Pac-12. It, it is. In <laughs> fact, so modern day has got Bryce Young, who's the quarterback transferring, or he's not transferring. He was uh, he was committed to USC, decommitted from there. He's going to Alabama. 
And then also St. John Bosco as a quarterback. They're getting uh, moving to Clemson after this year. His name's DJ Wangalale. Wow. He's 6'5", 245. Going to Clemson, huh? Yeah, he's a dual-sport athlete, too, baseball and football. So he's going to Clemson. But wow. Ben, these offensive linemen for all these schools are like 280, 290, 300 pounds. I was that way when I played back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> but these guys have muscle. Wow. And they can move. Wow. And they have agility, athleticism. Yeah. So it's going to be amazing. I saw this, this uh, receiver for Centennials, apparently a total stud. Yeah, guy. Gary Bryant. Gary yeah. Bryant is, uh, is I, going – where is he going? USC or somewhere like that? He's getting recruited by everybody, too. Yeah, right? I called a game of his – Back in like week four against Liberty from Las Vegas, yeah, dude caught four touchdown passes in the first half. Yeah, that's so, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty, that's listen, good. I, now we'll give you a piece of advice since we're going from your domain to mine. Yes, yes. stay in your lane. Wow, and do your <laughs> job. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Ron Santo, the old when he, the late Ron Santo when he would talk over the play-by-play <laughs> guy for the Cubs. <laughs> I've, I've consulted with my my counsel on this. Uh, Tom Looney, who has told me to oh, – th- th- we used to talk about this uh, years ago when I did the Blitz, the Blitz with Looney on Sundays, and we'd interview all these play-by-play guys and, and commentators for Fox. And we always said, well, we could do that. I mean, it's pretty pretty simple, it, no big deal, you know. And, and so so Looney, I, I told him, I, I was texting him the other day, and I said, you know, Gascon's going to be – I'm doing some high school game on Friday night, and Gascon's giving me the rap and all that stuff and, uh, you know, give me the, the what's going on. Or, or, or Looney, uh, you know, he was telling me what was going on. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Looney's like, all right, you got both teams got played hard, you know, bring your A game, you know. And, uh, he's giving me all these cliches that I got to work out, these generic football terms that I have to throw out there. Lunch Halftime pill. adjustments. Yeah. Nothing's changed more in my life. I will use that line, Gascon. Nothing's changed more in my lifetime than halftime adjustments. That will be said when we start the second half. Uh, my style, Gascon, will be a mix of John Madden, Good. early Madden. All right. Tony Romo, uh, I'll mix him in there. Paul McGuire, a forgotten oh, broadcaster at NBC. NBC. Yeah. Uh, and I'll mix that with, like, Homer Simpson. All right. I'll mix that with Homer Simpson. So, And, and people can actually watch this. Do they have to pay for it, Gascon? No, no, it's, it's free of charge. It's on the Fox Sports Go app. So, so if you're outside uh, L.A. Uh, or even in L.A., you can watch this on the app. You can check it out. Yeah, and so here's the kicker on well, this. Well, how do you get to the game? Because people are stupid. How can you find it? You go to the Fox Sports Go app. It's yeah. simple. You just sign up for the, it. That's it? Yeah, Fox Sports Go. And then at the top, usually there's a magnifying glass or a search icon. And you just type in either Centennial or J. Sarah. So it's J and then S-E-R-R-A. It's one word, but it's J. Sarah. So okay. it'll pop up. And here's the other thing, too. I don't know if you're aware of this. What's is that? that depending on how the game goes, like uh-huh. production-wise, competitive nature and all that stuff, yeah. it could be like the NFL and the Sunday NFL Pass where certain games will go from CBS or Fox. The red zone. And they get flexed. Yeah. They get flexed to the nightcap. Well, if our game is good, we'll get flexed out and we'll be on Fox Sports West or Fox Sports Prime Ticket. How about that? Yeah. Be great. Yeah. You know, I was on Fox Sports Prime Ticket years ago when uh, Steve Mason and John Ireland's morning show was simulcast, and I hosted that show one day. Ah. And also, Gascon, before your time, I was a, a regular contributor in an evergreen TV program uh, where we uh, we looked back at great moments in sports and all that stuff, and that aired on Fox Sports Network yeah. for like six years or something like that as filler programming. <laughs> they had nothing else to put on. Which is, that reminds me, you also, with all those personalities that you're bringing in, you're also going to bring in a flavor of Bruce Arians too, right? 
Yeah, I am planning on wearing the Aryans cap. All right. Uh, that is my plan. Because uh, otherwise, the people will just goof on my hairline. I've uh, me and LeBron have the same hairline, so I think I'm going to uh, do that. That's my plan. I'm I'm, look- yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Plus, thing. It, guess gone. It'll make me seem like I'm more of an expert. You know, I'll do that. May- I might even leave my glasses on. I probably won't. I, I'm very self conscious about that. But but uh, it'll make me seem more educated. Who was the uh, Who was the skipper for the Miami Marlins or the Florida Marlins at the time when they won the World Series? Was it Jack McKeon? Yeah, Jack McKeon. That's you sh- right. You yeah. should have a instead of a pocket square, you should have a cigar in your breast pocket. A stogie. Yes, yeah. that'd, be that'd be really solid. That'd be really, really good. I'm all about it. Well, I am excited, Gascon. Uh, you I should hopefully be will because not destroy this. I, it's high school football. How could I destroy it? I've you know, it's uh, very simple. And see, unlike you bringing me here, I'm bringing you there and getting you paid. Well, I have not gotten a check yet, and not we yet. don't know that I will actually get a check. And I have done gigs where people have promised me money, and I haven't gotten the money. <laughs> so until I actually get a deposit of money into my bank account, I will not congratulate you and thank you at all. Okay? Because I've heard, hey, oh, I don't, I never got your information. We can't pay you. That kind of thing. Wow. I've gotten that before. I'm I'm happy that you got the permission slip from the wifey. I was a little I was a little apprehensive about asking since you were bedridden for a couple of days. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, happy that uh, you got. Now she's excited. Time. She's uh, I think she's planning on uh, attending also. She's awesome. Like doing stats or something like that. She knows <laughs> she knows nothing about stats, but you pretend she's the, in charge of the stats. Well, fair enough. Well, yeah. I'm I'm happy you guys are coming along. It'll be a short trip for you from coming from uh, Arizona too, so you're all good. Yeah, I was worried because when you said there, you'd said, "Hey, there's some game. I don't know which game it is. We don't know the game yet." I'm thinking you're gonna have me driving out to like uh, you Big know, Bear, Santa Barbara, or something like that. Oh, that would have been a great weekend for the wife. Uh, well, if they paid for the hotel room. It they do. Been a great they, they do pay for the. Oh, really? Room. Yeah. They oh, do. Well, that would have been good. Yeah. Damn, why couldn't we do a game in Santa Barbara? Oh, now you want the game in Santa well, I Barbara? Know they You're pay for a hotel? I work in radio. They don't pay for anything in radio. What are you talking yeah, about? That's true. See exhibit A, B. Wow. All right, uh, moving on. Study this. Are you ready for study this? These are actual studies by actual, mostly universities, and they take a look at some of the, uh, the more interesting things in life. I, I get a kick out of these things. I, I know most of them are bullshit. So the way this works is we'll give the study – and then we will decide whether or not we believe it or we don't believe it, whether or not it's bullshit or it's legit. And the first study up here involves basic human rights. All right? This comes out of England. And there's a study done, according to this new study, that Internet access is such a vital part of the human experience that It is right there with food and shelter. It should be a basic human right, according to a study published by the University of Birmingham in England. How about that? (laughs) Yeah. They did a study, and uh, this person, uh, they determined if only a certain percentage of the world's population has access to the Internet, while others, particularly those in developing nations, do not, it undermines these people's basic human rights and ability to live a minimal uh, decent, uh, minimally uh, decent live. Well, shout out globalists. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, I love the internet, but I, at times I wonder what my life would be like without it. You know, maybe it would be better. More positive? It, yes. I, I don't I don't have to log into Twitter and say, hey, asshole, fuck you. The Astros are great. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hashtag blessed. Uh, here's a selfie with me waking up in the morning and I just poured myself a coffee. Life is great. Hashtag yeah. and, I don't and see And plus, you know, you know, spoiler alert, most people on the internet are not trying to become better people. 
they're trying to post selfies of their ass to get a boyfriend on, to, on Instagram or, or to whatever. get paid. Not that I'm complaining about that, but yeah, they're trying to get paid. Exactly. So, I mean, come on now. What are, what are we doing here? <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, uh, what else do we have? It's study this. These are actual studies. Uh, songs for the heart. Listening to instrumental music while driving eases cardiac stress. Do we believe this or we do not believe this? Um, I think I believe it because, yeah. well, what do you listen to when you go to the gym? Uh, I usually have the, uh, the the TV. I watch TV more than I don't usually listen to music. I'm watching the TV. Okay. So. What, do you, what do you listen to when you drive from Arizona to the studio? Uh, a hodgepodge of podcasts, uh, radio, and then I'll listen to some some music from time to time. Also, I'll mix it in, but it's just you know whatever. Uh, I've got some songs on my phone. Usually, I listen to those. I'll I'll go on like uh, Amazon Music because uh, my wife's got Amazon Prime, and I'll put something in there. Gotcha. I I'm always curious to what people listen to when they're in the car, especially here in L.A. or maybe New York. Um, I'm one of those guys where I'll listen to like fast music like i'll listen to house or trance or something like that when i'm driving and it makes me go faster obviously uh-huh. or i listen to believe it or not like movie soundtracks oh i like movie soundtracks too uh, yeah because your life becomes the movie yes your life becomes the movie and, so, and like when you play like classical music and stuff it's like because in movies when they when they have the background music it's often just classical there's no vo- no words or anything like yeah that, right? absolutely so, so yeah. when i'm in the gym if i need to get in and out i listen to batman begins I listen to that soundtrack. Well, you know, on some of those streaming services, they have whatever John Williams. John Williams has put out almost all of that stuff, right? Yeah. Hans I mean, Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's got the uh, Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, I don't listen to Star Wars, but uh, Top Gun, the Rocky soundtracks, those are all good back in the day, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are great. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'll yeah. listen to that stuff, depending. And then if I want to slow things down, I'll listen to a show soundtrack just to because you know, the music mixture is a little bit different. So. I got a big blend though of music like alternative rock and, and look at you patting yourself on the back with a humble brag about how you listen to all kinds of music. Well, You're I just try to with else. different environments than I'm in. You know, I don't listen to podcasts yeah. all the time. I got to diagnose what you're fucking up on on this wow. podcast so wow. all right I uh, well, a lot of people by the way last week thought you fucked up because at the end you put all these bloopers on and people didn't know what they were and they were like <laughs> wow this is amateur hour yeah and you said and i quote you got to make sure you explain this to our audience because they're a bunch of idiots end quote i did did you explain it to the audience did I, you play an open saying it's blooper time no but i think no. it's better that way that they yeah. don't know okay. what's going on this is Good. what yeah. radio is all I, about I, I, yeah Okay, I love the emails. Hey, uh, you know, Gascon, uh, he effed up the podcast, man. Gascon screwed it up. He left all your bloopers in it. Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> it was pretty damn funny. All right. Uh, blame the yoga pants. Well, who? I don't know any man that doesn't love yoga pants, but uh, apparently this is great. Here's another study. This comes out of Portland, Oregon. Portland State University found that pollutants known as microplastics are being detected in oysters and razors, uh, razor clams along the Oregon coast. Hmm. And they've determined, this is great, yoga pants are to blame. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know, right? Come on. I mean, these people should be kicked out. Forget anyone. Kick them out of the country. Yeah. The Uh, researchers claim that yoga pants, fleece jackets, and other sweat-absorbing clothes frequently worn by Pacific Northwesterners are contributing to the local plastic problem. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I don't plan on going to Portland, Oregon anytime soon, but I'll tell you this much. If you are a male or even a female, if you're wearing yoga pants, it's usually in spots like L.A., Orange County, New York, Boston, 
uh, Florida, like down South Beach, Tampa, maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that does that does a body good. I'll say that. Well, it does a body good when it's the right body. But I think we've all seen situations where uh, well, why does it maybe have to be not that? necessary, you know, not necessary. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, whatever yeah. makes a woman feel sexy. Yeah, but, you know, you got to, yeah, there are limits. There are limits. Uh, there are, but you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Okay. You want all four. I, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's the, one of the great inventions right up there with the remote control and power. <laughs> Uh, yoga the, pants? Yes, yoga pants. One of the great <laughs> inventions of our time. All right, so we have virtual pain, virtual competition. Uh, this, is, this is great. So uh, real injuries, sports medicine, according to study, has to adapt to the dangers of, wait for it, eSports. Yes, eSports. According to a new study, researchers say that excessive numbers of hours eSports athletes typically spend practicing is taking a physical toll on them. Carpal tunnel? Uh, resulting in a variety of physical, psychological, and uh, metabolic ailments. I can believe that. And, uh, yeah, so they, they're going through the whole thing here. Uh, tournaments, uh, these things sell out and whatnot, and they're big crowds, very popular in the internet. People watching this stuff, they love it. Were you a gamer back in the day? Uh, yeah, but I played, like, Duck Hunt. I mean, that was my – yeah, I, I played games, but I uh, these games are out of control. But three, they say the average uh, e-gamer, the pro gamer, plays – Three to ten hours every day. Yeah, three I to ten that. hours every day, and uh, they average five hundred to six hundred in-game action minutes per minute. Yeah, I mean, that. when I went to San Diego State, uh, we would spend I, about six, yeah. seven hours a night playing video games. But which is actually ingenious too, because the more time we spent playing video games, the less time we spent in the bar wasting money. So we would play games all night, and then around 11 or 11.30 after we're done playing video games and maybe some dominoes, yeah. then we'd go to the club, or then we'd go to the bar. And usually that time, it's the best time because you get the stragglers. Ah, you go in, they ah, come out, yeah. and there you go. You know, it's like the in-and-out service. So You're set up. Yeah, it's pretty good, especially no, in downtown. You have no standards, so you're good. Yeah. Well, I have standards. It's just that there are different levels at different times of the I, day. I understand. I, yeah. I mean, you, at, uh, closing time, a uh, four becomes an eight. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, in Southern California, usually you know, four here is usually like a 10 in you know, like Illinois or Iowa. Hey, uh, guess gone there. The people listening in Iowa and Illinois, stupid. Well, who cares? I mean, they care. Yeah, but they know. They know, you know what a spade beautiful, is. A spade. I, I, I saw when I was in Indianapolis years ago. You just busted on women that wear yoga pants that might not need to wear those. Well, but yeah, but that could be in anywhere. That could be in Miami or L.A. or anywhere. It doesn't have to be just Iowa. Or, but I was in Indiana, Indiana and uh, there were beautiful women in Indiana years ago. I was walking. I just couldn't believe it. I thought, what are you? This is crazy. Where are you at? Bloomington? No, I was in Indianapolis, oh. and uh, there's a bunch of colleges in Indianapolis. But I was like, I, I you know, I didn't, I'd never been there before. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, I'd be a bunch of ugly people. But they, they were, uh, you know, people, good-looking people. Did you meet anybody? Uh, no, of course not. No, I did not. I, I did eat the most expensive meal I've ever eaten. That was when the Lakers and Pacers played in the NBA Finals. Oh. And we went to St. El- Elmo's Steakhouse, and uh, my friend uh, had the surf and turf, but I had had a big steak. I didn't really like steak that much but i i this thing was it was the meal was almost like a grand uh, it was crazy so how did you fuck up the steak did you put sauce on it oh ketchup pepper Fuck. ketchup you know it's fucking a1 steak sauce ketchup whatever i could do yeah. well so, done they, I, yeah I, it's always great when you go into a high-end steak joint and you say hey can you burn it 
Yeah. Burn, baby, burn. They really like that. They, yeah. they love that. Yeah. They can't get enough of that. Yeah. They're, big, they're big fans of that guy. You should try it sometime. It's embarrassing. All right. Uh, this one came from our friend in Iowa. Uh, let me see here. We have to give the proper credit because if we don't give the proper credit, gas gun, uh, people get very upset here. And they, uh, Bill in Iowa uh, sent this one in. He wanted us to talk about this. And I love that guys are now feeding us content for the fifth hour. <laughs> uh, it's like having a producer. And uh, it's pretty good. Uh, but anyway, here's the, the study. It's about sleep. And this is probably something I should use during a sleep number commercial. But I'm not. I'm using it here. And uh, it, it's, I, I guess, a warning sign to me is people who sleep for fewer than five hours a night have significantly shorter telomeres uh, than those who get an adequate seven hours of sleep. That's according to a new study. Apparently, this causes problems if you don't have uh, a lot of telomeres or telomeres i think i'm saying that right and uh so they've done a bunch of research showing how consumer sleep uh trackers can shine a light on the cost of not getting enough sleep now i do not get enough sleep probably five nights a week and then two nights i get plenty of sleep i don't think it matters but uh yeah that's the life of doing overnight radio and having stuff to do during the day are you is your room straight black or do you have blinds that have a little crack? No, 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 no. We One thing I've invested in is I have two layers of blackout curtains. I have That's window good. tint on the windows. I have hotel, high-end hotel-level darkness when I'm sleeping. That's good. I do. And that's one thing I'm very proud of. It's like a dungeon uh, in there. And it's the only way. Because I go to bed, the sun's, when I'm in, a, I'm in near Vegas, apparently. It's uh, really hot. It gets uh, boiling hot. So. Yeah, but it's also the fact that you don't go to bed till like 8 or 9 o'clock when you get off at 3. Well, I go to the gym. Uh, I then wind down after the gym. And I have some responsibilities that I have to do. And then uh, once that's done, I go to bed. You, you have a very stressful life. It's self-imposed stress. No, it's all right. I mean, I'm not. It's fine. I don't. Uh, I don't feel tired or anything. When I do these stupid podcasts, I feel tired because I get even less sleep to get up to do this. We do these once a fucking week. Yeah, but that's a very busy, very busy day. All right. I mean, you you're gonna send me over the edge again. Remember last week, you sent me to the hospital, Gascon. Well, People pointing out that, and they probed into the podcast, and you asked me about, have you ever had an operation? I know. <laughs> and I said, no, I've never had a major operation. And uh, ta-da! Yeah. Oh, Two man. days later, uh, chopping me open. Thank you, Gasco. Uh, well, you got a war wound now. Compliments yeah, of me. So. I, I, so, it feels so weird. They glued me back. They took the, the stitches or the staples out, and they put glue in there. So I'm literally glued together. That is amazing. <laughs> this is crazy to me. And you had the stitches removed too, right? Or did they just did they yeah, dissolve? Yeah, they took the well, they took the stitches out on the other cuts, but they, they cut me open four times, four places uh, to do the, the the gallstone thing. But the one in the top is the big one. They really ripped my skin apart on that one. Listen, you're gonna promise me this. Then the next time you go to the hospital for something, can you at least bring me a, along for some play by play? Oh, you want to do play by play? Yeah, well, uh, let's do it well, for your you colonoscopy. Me, sure, you know, you colonoscopy yeah. next year, I will do yeah. your play by play. Well, just think, big guess, guy. Once this uh, Friday night high school football game goes well, like we'll be partners next year, right? <laughs> I mean, we'll be doing this every week. How great will that be? Come on. Listen, if I move up to a higher rank, <laughs> God forbid if I have to use any of this work as a real. Wow. God wow. All right, uh, moving on. It's in the bag. These are listener messages posted on our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. Every Thursday morning during the week, I post. I say, hey, we're probably going to be doing the podcast later. Send some questions in. And listeners have done that. The first one comes from Dan in Kalamazoo. Now, Kalamazoo is in my top 10 city name list with 
Beaver Dam and Punxsutawney and Rancho Cucamonga and uh, in those places. So I, I like Kalamazoo. Dan in Kalamazoo uh, writes and he says, what is the longest you've gone? This is appropriate. What is the longest you've gone without sleep? It says, he says, gag on two, I guess. Well, I don't have an exact number of hours, Dan, but I do know the longest I went with sleep is when I, uh, again, for work, uh, I was working at the NBC Sports Network years ago, and, and they'd fly me out one week a month to Stanford, Connecticut from L.A., and I, at that time, I was doing the weekend overnight show. So I did the weekend overnight show on a Saturday into a Sunday. Uh, and then I did the Blitz on Sunday afternoon. So I didn't get much I got about two hours of sleep on Saturday night. Got up to do the Blitz. And then I rushed to LAX to take a red eye into JFK. And then they, they took a car service, drove me to Connecticut to do the, the, uh, the thing. And But the problem was on Monday, we had production meetings. Like pretty much as soon as I got to uh, to the to that area, I had to go to a production meeting for that night's show. So I did not sleep, and, and uh, I could not sleep. And so I, I, I'm amazed I did not fall asleep like Mike Francesa on on television. But I, I went, I would say roughly by the time I finally went to sleep. I remember one of the times I didn't even go to sleep that, that night because I had a room near an elevator, and the, the elevator kept uh, waking me up. But I. I would say I went probably about 60 hours. Well, nah, not 60. Yeah, yeah fit, over 50. Certainly over 50 hours without sleep. What about you, Gasco? Uh, well, I've had a couple of them, but they're mostly Vegas benders. Drug-related, I understand. Uh, I went 32 hours twice in Vegas for a bachelor party. Um, I actually went 28 hours at Fox Sports Radio, and, uh, and I got ratted out by a colleague here, too, for doing that. I... Oddly enough, I worked a day shift at Fox, went to UC Riverside to call a basketball game that night, and then Dan Byer had called me up because, um, oddly enough, timing-wise, uh, Eddie and his wife – Eddie's wife had a medical emergency, and so he had to go to the hospital. And so Dan had asked me to fill in for, for Eddie. And so I filled in on your show, and the show sh- schedule is different from yours because yours is a four-hour slot. Well, I have to work two shifts, so it's two shows, which is nine hours. So I had a daytime oh, let me shift. Get my little, let me get my little violin out. I had a daytime okay. shift. I called the basketball game, came back here, yeah. and then the morning anchor, she comes in a little later than normal, which you're supposed to be doing like an hour early. She comes in like just before you need to be on air. I had to stay around the entire time, and when I got off at 6 a.m., Traffic had built up in downtown Los Angeles and on the west side of town. So I was stuck in hour traffic getting back home. And so I didn't fall asleep until like 9 or 10. Wow. So yeah, I was yeah. a full like 28 hours. And oh, got- by, the, by the way, I just had an epiphany, Gascon, uh, that I the longest I stayed awake. I, I rem- it just happened in April uh, when I got flown back to do the Boston WEI show and I had a listener party. Oh. And I had no time. I was doing two shows. I was doing the night show in Boston, the overnight show. And I'm like, I love Boston. It's one of my favorite cities. I love going around. There's a lot to, you know, check out history in Boston. And, and I was there all week. And I, I all I did was go to from the hotel room to uh, to uh, the radio station. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell, man? You know, I mean, this is a great city. What? So I had an evening, like a late afternoon flight on Friday. But I did the overnight show Friday night, you know, Thursday night and Friday morning. And then I just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to stay awake. I'm going to go walk around Boston. You know, it was kind of a chilly morning in April, and I was like, I'm going to go walk around. So I, I did. I stayed awake, and then I thought I was going to be able to sleep on the flight. Couldn't sleep on the flight. 
I uh, was too jammed in the flight. I couldn't fall asleep, so I stayed awake. That was a. I think that was probably the longest I stayed awake. By the time I finally got to sleep late at night, Friday in L.A., uh, that was probably well over 50 hours. But yeah. see, Boston and New York, you can do that. Like, I take red eyes to New York, and part of the reason for that is when I arrive in New York, whether it's LaGuardia or JFK. I mean, what about you, Newark? Did you fly into Newark? I have flown to Newark once, yeah. yeah. People it, don't like Newark. No, not at all. But you feel juiced up when you land in New York. There's just something about that city that never sleeps. You're just you are just juiced up. You can just do whatever. And obviously you can walk around and eat and drink whatever at any time of the day. Of course, out here on the West Coast, you can do that in Las Vegas. But yeah, it's a good reason. Boston's a really fun city to be in, no matter no, it's the time great. of the year. I love Boston and uh they've been very good to me. The people of Boston have been cool and uh we have the same attitude. We're all assholes. So they're called they call them mass holes, but I'm just an asshole. So oh yeah, that's way to do it. I, I love the, their attitude. Do you still like them after they fired you? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't fire me. I was forced to leave, idiot. Because uh. we our show is now on the Sports Hub, and amazingly, they will not let us work on both uh, radio stations in Boston. There's a, apparently a compete uh, clause in these contracts that I I uh, are beyond my pay grade and all that. But uh, but but yeah, the people of Boston pretty. Pretty cool. I love the fact when I did that, the Red Sox post game uh, that uh, two years I was doing it, and the Red Sox would be like on a, a streak of like nine wins in twelve games, and people would be like, "They're not that fucking good." <laughs> you know, tra- trade Jackie Bradley. That guy can't hit. They had dual MVPs that year, JD Martinez and Mookie Betts. Yeah, they did. That they won the World Series. Apparently, they were. Uh, who knows if they were banging on drums like the Astros? I'm sure those videos will likely come out at some point. I don't know what they were doing, but. Uh, but anyway, all right, uh, moving on. It is in the bag. We'll do a few more of these, and I know we also have, uh, for your dancing and dining pleasure, we have Don't Stick to Sports. Uh, Glenn says, since when is Weed Man Hippie allowed back on the show? Well, Glenn, real quick, for the, you missed the show when I came back from the hospital. While I was in the hospital, Weed Man apologized. He sent me an email apologizing for his actions. All right, but is this was this apology coming because he felt like he was giving you last rites? Probably, but he apologized. <laughs> and then he's like, he of course he's like, well, I have, uh, unlike you, I have empathy. <laughs> but he apologized. What I was like, does I don't, that have whatever. to do with anything? I don't know. He's been listening the whole time anyway. He just doesn't call in, and it's killing him to not uh, call in. But did Pe- you did you what? have an epiphany though? Like, I feel like you should start abolishing some callers, like like Chris in Houston. <laughs> like that guy should never be allowed to call your show again yeah. after he tuck tailed and ran yeah, from the yeah. World Series. Yeah. And, and like Chris is so he's such a Kool-Aid drinker. Like this Astro scandal came out this week. There was a video that popped up of them blatantly banging a trash can when there was a breaking ball. And uh, it was like a regular season. Too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and so uh, I put the video out. Chris says, "Oh, it was edited video. You can't even hear it." <laughs> and then, hand the God guest on. There's like 700 videos that are out now in different games in 2017, including the World Series of the Astros, either using uh, banging a trash can or or a whistle. It's hilarious. And Chris is like, "Well, it was edited. It was one time. I don't think that you know they didn't do it in the World World Series. Even Koopa Loop was like, oh, but I, there's no video of them in the World Series doing it.' And then the next day, the video showed up. <laughs> like, there you go. Wonderful. Can we be a party to a class action lawsuit, Gascon? For uh, for you get get some money out of that? You, we're gonna get some things happening in social media. Like social media is gonna find out the World Series in 2017 was should be played under protest because the Astros cheated. And somehow, some way, Twitter's going to find out who really killed Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, well, they're trying. Uh, it's, it's, I, I got a prediction. Somebody's going to 
put video out saying that the Dodgers also cheated in the World Series. That's my prediction. That that someone will come up with some video of something and claim, see, the Dodgers were doing it too. Uh, I, I, well, maybe I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that the, somebody in the Astros organization is going to try to uh, come back with that. Uh, let's see. Derek, the eSports guy in Boston, from Boston. He's in L.A. Now, this guy's a big eSports star. What kind of game yes, does he play? Uh, I forget the name of the game, but he he works. He They moved him to L.A. to work in a house and just practice his craft of playing video games. I, I've been trying to. He's a young guy. How great is this? This guy's said he's making more money than both of us combined. He's like a teenager guy, or right. in his early twenties. What it made guy. me feel better about myself. Uh, anyway, says he says, do you consider? <laughs> do you guys consider professional video games as a sport? Uh, if not, why? Uh, I, I do not think of it as a sport because I, I think generally I think of it as you have to have some physical act. It's mentally challenging. Yeah, but I don't consider it. Like, my traditional definition of sport is an activity involving physical exertion. Well, do you think golf is a sport? Uh, I didn't until I played the other day, and I felt pain all over my body when we got back the next day. Do you think IndyCar or NASCAR drivers are athletes? No, not not really. But the the skill, I mean, see, that's the problem. There's got to be like a – it's different because – to me, sport is physical recreation, physical activity. Yeah. These things, I feel, are mostly mental. Yeah. Now, it is, if you're in a NASCAR, in a stock car, and you're going around for five hours in a circle, it is a wear and tear on your body more than eSports. eSports all about the mental part. You have to have laser-like focus. You've know, you got to be doing those, hopefully not, those opiates. Hand-eye to, coordination. To stay focused. I, yeah. I think eSports, I think they're athletes. It's like poker. It's yeah. like chess. It's like being in a car. Like, you're using your mind. You're using some physical So, abilities. I'm an athlete. I drive to work. I'm an athlete. <sighs> By your definition, I'm an athlete. Doing this is mentally challenging. I have to think of the next word I'm going to say. So, that is also – I'm an athlete when I'm doing – I'm a broadcast athlete. Oh, so, you think like some, you think a CPA is an athlete? By your definition, yes. It's a physical activity in a competitive nature. Uh, well, driving is competitive. Talk radio is competitive. Podcasting is competitive. Well, you're married. Do you think you're an athlete because you have sex? Uh, yes. Well, my wife's more of an athlete than I am. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm bump. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving on. I, you're just saying that, Gascon, because you want to be a play-by-play guy for esports. I know I, you have ulterior motives. I know what you're up to. Well, we can do this together, though. Yeah, I'd be. I would totally do that. I would totally be a, a esports play-by-play guy. That'd be fun. Uh, I'd have it, a good time. Doing and it. it's funny you say that. I actually met someone like high-ranking uh, in the esports world a couple weeks ago. He came to one of my high school games for Fox. Uh-huh. It turned out his dad, I didn't know this until I found out through a couple buddies that were there, his dad was one of the original creators of Monday Night Football. Wow, really? Yes. What was his dad's name? Uh, I can tell you that off the air. Oh, off the air. Yeah, I can tell you that off the air. Well, you know, in my early days, since we're, we're name dropping, uh, when I worked- I didn't name a, drop. Well, you were trying to. You were, it's a humble brag. You'd admit it was a humble brag. I didn't get Without hired going for anything. I didn't, you know, I didn't get any. Yeah, but you were looking for some credit for that. You know, you you were doing. You didn't fully open up the can of worms, but you were looking for some credit. Always. No, but when I first started in radio in San Diego, it was Steve Hartman was doing a show with Chet Forte. 
who oh, yeah. was the Monday Night Football, like I think he was the director, producer of Monday Night Football, and uh, and was like highest paid TV executive, and then lost everything gambling. Oh, lost everything gambling <laughs> on sports. It all went away. And uh, he was like a college basketball player in New York back <clears> in the day. And a good guy, nice guy. Uh, he passed away a few years back, but uh, anyway. Uh, here's one. Oh, uh, this is from Iowa Sam in Los Angeles, by the way of Iowa City. Fuck. <laughs> I, I like. Are, are one of our colleagues what? sent you an email. Is yes. That what he... He's in a question. He says, "Any foods that you are prohibited from eating now that your gallbladder has been removed?" That's actually a good question, Iowa Sam. And uh, thank you for listening and uh, appreciate your work for the company. Uh, you're jolly good. Uh, but but no, I. I, I wasn't really given any restrictions. I was told that now that I don't have my gallbladder, that when I eat spicy foods, which yeah. I've not done yet, or really greasy foods, it's uh, going to be a poop fest right away. I'll be on the shitter within like half an hour. Mike Harmon has had this happen to him. He had his gallbladder out, although it was not as messed up as mine, and he has said that that is the case, that you eat greasy food. It's a problem. So I have, I've tried to change my diet a little bit. Uh, we'll see if I stick to it. More rice, chicken, that kind of stuff, not spicy. I used to eat tacos and burritos all the time and nachos. and So I'm not going to do that as much. But I, I still, I'm not, I'm going to live my life. I'm still occasionally on the weekends. when I don't even eat much during the week, Gascon. So on the weekends, I'm still going to have a nice meal, maybe on a Saturday or a Friday or something like that. And then uh, that's it. So. I Well, don't forget, you actually owe me a Philly cheesesteak, too. So... Um, I'll be yeah. a part of, of you. Don't some eat of your... Philly cheesesteak. You you're so worried about your girlish figure. You don't eat any of that. Man, I've been I've been working out really hard recently. Uh, I've been training pretty hard, running miles, and uh, I've decreased my one mile run from like 11 minutes and some change down to 8:40. Really? I'm really proud of myself. Hold on, let me give you some Reese's pieces here. You want some? I I could use some. I've been fasting today, and I feel yeah, but, much. Oh, there you bragging about your fast. I'm fasting too. Well, in fact, I'm gonna outfast you. I'm not eating today. Not? We're recording this on a Thursday. The next meal I have will be after that high school football game on Friday night. How about that? Yeah, I hope your wife doesn't take us somewhere shitty. She better not. <laughs> uh, I'll be eating a lot of food that particular night. So. But to be fair, there's... How about a- Raising Cane's? We go to Cane's. They're open late. You want to go to Cane's? But you can't have greasy food, though. I can't. No, 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 no. I can't. I, I'll just go to the toilet. Boom. Done. Listen, you just got out of the ICU. I'm not gonna. The first thing I'm not gonna do is take you to a, no, a fast come food on. spot. You gotta live. I'm. I'm working. <laughs> I, although I haven't been able to go back to the gym yet. They told me I had to wait because they glued me back together yeah. until Monday. Yeah, the stress. So, well, can I, you- that sucks because I do. Even though I am not a Adonis and I'm not a you know Mister Universe, I do enjoy the working out. I do well, enjoy. Can you have? I guess that's the other thing too. Can you have protein shakes? Because the protein usually probably goes right through you, right? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I've not. I don't have pro. I have like veg, veggie. My wife will throw some like a, a, a fruit smoothie. Oh, okay. Like Gabe Kapler or something like the that. The greenies, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a great way to eat vegetables and not realize you're eating vegetables. And you <laughs> mask it with like oranges <laughs> or uh, you know some kind of fruit, uh, some cranberries spinach. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael in Ohio writes and he says. Do we do we as members of the Malin militia make you and the crew better people, or do you ever feel a bit bitter with some of the shenanigans that some people uh, in the uh, radio audience put out there? That's from I, Michael. I'd like to answer that for you. Uh, the Malin militia makes the staff uh, double think about themselves, like rethink their life, reevaluate where they're going in life, the repurpose of life. 
Wow. That's exactly what they Well, <laughs> they I mean, not most people that have a spine and a backbone don't feel that way. The Maller militia, let me evangelize for a moment about this Maller militia. All right. They are watchdogs for the Ben Maller show. Okay? They are. And they 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 stay focused, they stay grounded, most of them, not all of them. And uh, they monitor. They monitor the spitting match that is sports talk radio. And they, if anyone, the, the key thing of being in the Malo Militia is when anyone besmirches my good name, they have to let me know about it and defend the, the honor of the Ben Maller show and the people that work on the Ben Maller show. And they are relentless. These people are ruthless. They're ruthless, uh, uh, which I love. Yeah, they're, they're, they're such super fans of the show that uh, they go over the top. It's, uh, they're going to have a rally in Seattle in December, late December. Yeah. Ed and Spokane and, and Christina are behind it, but they're going to be, like, holding signs and bullhorns shouting my name outside the Seahawks game. How cool is that? Yeah, they're like rabid dogs. Not them, but the Mallard Militia <laughs> as a whole. They're like rabid dogs. If anything is out of, out of whack, yeah. they come barking. Yeah, the way I will answer the question, though, Michael, in Ohio, is uh, I love the Mallard Militia. They've been great, very supportive, uh, you know, as long as they don't cross the line where they end up you know, <laughs> getting arrested and uh, – Fan of the Ben Maller show, arrested for pooping in the street. I don't need that. You know, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than that, I'm good. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Richard said, I, I don't have a question, but I, I just sending you guys love from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Ah, Those right. nice Wisconsin people. So you got, see that? You got Wisconsin. You got Kalamazoo. We got yeah. Seattle. We're all uh, Derek, the esports guy from Boston. Uh, we're all over the place. Boston, uh, Delia. Let's see. Here's one. Uh, how much money would it take for you to spend one whole winter in Canada where temperatures can reach minus 40? That's from Mark, the load management expert, listening to us in Ottawa. Well, see, that's got to depend on where you're at because if you're up north, like in Edmonton, then you're probably asking for a little bit more than, in, let's say, if you were in Vancouver or Calgary or Winnipeg. Or Toronto. Well, Toronto gets cold. Toronto's awesome, though. Like, you'll warm yourself up no matter what. And yeah. In Montreal. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the way I look at it, uh, I, I've I, I've been offered jobs in Boston. I, you know, I, I can't. I haven't been, because of my life situation, I couldn't take them. But I would live in Boston where it gets pretty nasty in the wintertime. I think I could be fine. I don't go out much anyway. Yeah. You know, I think I'd be all right as long as I had a nice heater. Uh, you know, look at people live in Minnesota. They have got tunnels and stuff in, in Minnesota. They live their life fine. The weather's very harsh there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I think it would be fine. I would I wouldn't have a problem with it as long as I had Wi-Fi because it's a it's a right of life. Yeah. And a food, shelter, and a heater. Well, you live anywhere. Who cares? I I've been several people have recommended that I visit Canada. Uh, they say Vancouver, the Vancouver Islands, Toronto, Montreal, and they also said even as a non-sports event, they recommend they highly recommend going to the Calgary Stampede. The they, Calgary Stampede. Yeah, they say millionaires and billionaires, like these oil tycoons, go there like once a year. In fact, when I went to grad school in Boston, I had two classmates. They were both bartenders down in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would get flown to the Calgary Stampede and clear ten grand in a weekend. Wow, pretty good. Yeah, but they I'd said like there's take, nothing like the I'd Calgary like to Stampede. Clear ten grand in the year uh, on this podcast. That would be nice. Listen, you might make more money uh, tagging along with me on on some television events. Wow. So. Well, you just wait. You're going to be blown away by the amount of sports cliche goodness Does that-, that I provide. It is going to be uh, amazing. It's going to be a life changing experience. I, I, I you I don't know who you've worked with. I'm sure you've worked with some former players or whatever. Eddie House, Reggie Theus. 
Name uh, dropper Gascon. Well, you just asked who I've name, worked with. Name dropper Gascon. But listen, you're connected to some TV executives. So you got to understand, Gascon. I, I I know every cliche in football. I, I have been doing this uh, for a very long time. You know, from ground and pound to dink and dunk uh, to remedial passing game. You know, I, I anything Northwest, South, East, whatever. Uh, I got all the terms. Yeah. I got all the terms. And much right? like and much cookie like, dough defense, matador defense, ninety nine cent store defense, you name it, I got it. They're kids. You can't just destroy them though. On <laughs> come on, please. They're not watching that. Come on, they're playing video games. They're not gonna watch that. They're, of Although course I can't they are. use it's, it's I can't archived. use my line gas gun. I can't say that's a trap game because this is a playoff game. <laughs> so I can't I can't say, I gun, you know, Centennial's gonna watch out. This is a trap game. No, it's a playoff game. And I don't think you can use lunch pails and hard hats. Why not? Because Come none on. of them are like social workers and they don't know what lunch pails are anymore. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Can I can I say that uh, Jay Sarah might be tanking for a higher draft pick? Can I say that? <laughs> no, you, I, can't. <laughs> you can't. But see, you're connected to some TV executives, so I would I would strongly encourage you to send this out after we're done. Oh, they're a, not going to watch. They love me. They're not going to watch. You think I'm going to get TV executives to watch this? Yeah. I, yeah. You think they're going to hire me then to do like replace Collinsworth at uh, Sunday Night Football? No, but they might hire me for something. <laughs> Listen, All there's about always an you. angle. Well, and now course. we know why well, I got the invite. Well, now we know why I got the invite well, to this stupid well, high school football well, game listen, on Friday night. Much like radio, Ward is the lead man's uh, medium. Uh-huh. Television as a broadcasting team, it's not my medium either as a one. It's the color analyst is medium. That's your no, – so no. I'm once again teaming no, no, you no, no, up. No, 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 no. Television I, to radio, radio to TV. No, no, listen, the thing about TV is I don't have to say that much because it's just you got pictures. So I I can be I can take like a quarter off and just be like, I got nothing to say. That's it, you know, and who would know? Because they're watching the game. How great is that? Great. So you mail it in on podcasts like you did last week, and they're gonna <laughs> fucking tank this game. Well, no, I mean I'll occasionally say now I'll do the instant replay because I I learned from Madden when I was a kid. Boom, bam, see hit that hole, bam, just like that. I like the quarterback's name though. For is it for Centennial or oh no for uh, Jay Sarah? Yeah. What's his name again? General Booty. General Booty. Yeah. I hope this guy wins the Heisman someday. <laughs> How great would it be to have General Booty? That's a great win the name. Heisman, right? That is a great name. That yes. is one of the top. When you uh, or somebody, I think it was you, sent me the the depth chart for this game. Right? Yeah. And. <laughs> I looked at that. I said, oh, look, Gascon's funny. He's sending in the funny names here to uh, goof with me. He wanted me to say the quarterback's name, General Booty, on the air. And then I looked it up, and the kid's like, he's legit. His dad played college football, or I believe. And uh, He's related uh, to John David Booty. Uh, this goes, I think this goes right to the food chain amongst best names in quarterback history. That goes like it's comparison to Major Applewhite from Texas. Yeah, it's one of the great sports names. Now, I think the greatest sports name of all time is Chubby Cox. Which is uh, which is Kobe Bryant's uncle, yeah. but uh, Fair Hooker uh, <laughs> was a great name for the Cleveland Browns back in the day. I mean, everyone wants a Fair Hooker. Yeah. Uh, everyone wants a Fair Hooker uh, uh, for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, I, so. I'm I'm happy that uh, that uh, doing a high school game has brought your uh, maturity level down to a teenager. It's it's f- fascinating. It's it's yeah. great. That's what I'm here for. All right, moving on. I think that's enough. I didn't get all the questions. I'm sorry, Bigelow and some of you other guys, but we got to move on, Gascon. We're doing this. This is like a two-hour, not the fifth hour. It's the sixth hour here. Well, you had, what, you had 
a week off of work. That's a good point. That is a good point. So it's actually not that bad. I just, you know, that's, yeah, I understand. Uh, don't take, stick to sports stories of the week. That is your domain, Gascar. Yeah, we had, uh, where are we going first? I guess we can go to, you mentioned Indianapolis earlier. Yeah. How about this? Three Indiana Supreme Court judges were declared uh, uh, a constituted judicial misconduct because they had a night on the town. Three judges were um, traveling throughout Indianapolis. They actually had to go to a conference. Uh, after a night of drinking, three judges went to White Castle because it was near a gentleman's club. Well, sure, why not? You yeah. Some of those White Castle burgers are delicious in the middle of the night. Late night affair. These yeah. judges got into an altercation in the parking lot with the driver and passenger of an SUV. Uh, one of them raised the middle finger. Another one got out. A gun was pulled out. Uh, obviously, all caught on camera because <laughs> you're wow. in a parking lot next to a restaurant. These guys uh, front and center. So they've been suspended, but they will return to work later on. So, all right. So, and and I, one of them was wounded? Is that yeah, what Yeah, two of the judges were actually wounded. They got shot. Yeah, they got shot. One of them went to an emergency surgery. Uh, he's required to stay in, uh, in the hospital for a couple weeks. Uh, they were obviously both intoxicated, the ones that were shot. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, these judges, man. <laughs> I wonder if I've been to that. I've been to some White Castles in Indianapolis. I wonder if I've been to that one. In fact, I won the the time last time I was in Indianapolis. We we flew. We had a we had a morning flight, like a, a six a.m. flight. So we stayed up all night that night, and we just ate White Castle burgers. Oh. And when I got back to L.A., I could still. When I uh, went to the bathroom, I it smelled like White Castle. I ate yeah. White Castle in Newark, New Jersey. Congratulations. Awful. Well, I don't know yeah. if it's as bad as Whataburger in Arizona, but it's pretty fucking bad. Wow. You know, there's a, a White Castle in uh, in Vegas. Is there? It's the closest one to L.A., I believe. There's a White Castle in, in Vegas, yeah. We are due for a Vegas trip, by the way. Uh, yeah, maybe you can cut something else out of my body by then, and that'll be uh, that'll be wonderful. Well, yeah. Yeah. Are you still complaining? That was a week ago. Yeah, but you you were the responsible for that. It's you. Okay. Anyways. Right, uh, what's next? How about it's, this? We go yeah. to Mile High City. Um, the city of Denver's got to pay out somebody for a little wrongdoing. Um would you ever pose in front of of a camera naked? Uh, no, of course not. What if I gave you money? I would no. It would have to be a ridiculous amount of money. I would not. All right. How about this? The city of Denver has agreed to pay a United Airlines pilot three hundred thousand dollars because he was actually arrested after standing naked in front of his hotel room window in a Denver International oh, Airport. Did he? Th- Oh, wait, so he was arrested at the airport? No, no, at near, it was the Denver International Airport Hotel. There's one oh, that was okay. connected to it. Did, uh, he, did he think the window was, like, tinted or something like that? No, he, he was, was on the 10th floor, and he was opening up the curtains, uh-huh. not suspecting anyone could see him from that high up. He was butt naked. Uh, he was arrested, obviously a wrongful arrest. Uh, wow. Woke up, blasted the curtains, arrested, detained, and now the city of Denver is paying him $300,000. How about that? Three hundred grand? Yeah, yeah. So, like, somebody had to call and say, "Hey, there's a naked man there." Whatever. Who called? That should that person. What are you doing? Yeah, whistleblower. Unless he was, uh, you know, you know uh, enjoying himself there. What, what, what are you doing? He can walk around naked. Who cares? But even if he was, he was in his own hotel room. I know. Well, that's like this whole thing in you know New York. Remember, remember, A Rod got caught in a you know taking a dump. In his uh, condo, in uh, in the in the oh, that oh that's right, yeah, because people do that penthouse. all the time in New York. They 
people in high rises think that they're you know that no one's looking at them and there's there's a bunch of pervs out there that with their binoculars and cameras that are taking photos in other buildings across from where they live. Yeah. It's a whole cottage industry. Has that ever happened to you and the missus while uh you know, cuddling at a hotel? Uh no. Well, she would be okay with it, but I closed the blinds and all that. The wifey's so. down for voyeurism? Uh slightly. Slightly, yeah. She's so much she's got such a better personality than you. It's amazing. Oh, I agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> with you on that uh all right what's next here it's um, don't six to stick to sports the extended version here of the fifth hour. uh mclaren's got a new car ben this one's a little bit trickier uh we couldn't afford it it costs okay. 1.7 million dollars it's it's a supercar check this out though no roof and no windshield the windshield is actually made of air have you ever huh? heard of such a thing no yeah. i've never heard of it yeah, so the options that you well, have... Why, this- why would I... Uh, yeah, I'm sure that works really well. Uh, no windshield. And, and and you get a rock that fl- hits you right in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Geniuses. Uh, and a car Who like- would want a car without a windshield? Someone that's probably... Not, I mean, you're driving that through where? Calabasas, Malibu, Newport Beach... Uh yeah I mean all it's it's insane it's uh yeah I mean you're probably not you're probably driving like in gated communities and all that I guess yeah I I've seen a picture of it it's called the McLaren Elva and it is jet black leather seats it is absolutely gorgeous 804 horsepower with a V8 engine in it is that right yeah it could yeah. it can go from zero to sixty in three seconds or less yeah I'm good with I, I just give me a Nissan Altima I'm good I'm all right you know. Your car's fucking ugly, though. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking ugly green. People were actually commenting on your color. Like, they're saying that's a pretty decent color. I said, no, it's not. It's an ugly fucking color. Wow, you are such a dick. Uh, How about this one? What's the most you've ever paid for a steak? Well, I told you earlier, in Indianapolis, I forget how much my personal stuff was. Yeah, but was, you didn't but pay was, for it. You, well, I didn't I, pay like, for yeah, it. Yeah, of course. So I'm saying, what no, I mean, I don't know. I, I, Outback, I had a steak and a blooming onion. I don't know, 70, 80 bucks or something like that. Oh. I, uh, in Vegas, uh, Wolfgang Puck owns a restaurant in between the Venetian and the Palazzo. It's called Cut. Uh-huh. And uh, for my my buddy's 30th birthday, we celebrated by taking him to Vegas. He also, that same weekend, he got accepted to medical school. So he was going overseas for that. We went to Cut, and we ordered uh, Japanese Wagyu steak, three different cuts of it. And... Seven ounces, one hundred twenty-five dollars. Oh my god, Ben! It was the best piece of steak I've ever no, had. It's no. like the, it, it was like, until the bill came. Who cares? It's like I one care. time only. You're, but you're so frugal with your fucking yes, money. Like yes, there's no reason absolutely. to. No, there is reason. I to enjoy be a little bit. It was no, a special occasion. No, no, you're no. in Vegas. You can splurge a little bit. No, um, no splurging. Yeah, no splurging. I, I bring. I bring that up because so I can't even go out to dinner with you because I feel like you're going to order the most expensive. You're the dick that orders the most expensive. Thing okay, in the menu. You're for the-, the record, the last time we did go to dinner, uh-huh. it was your idea. We went to the west side of town. Yes, we. And we went to a bougie Mexican spot. That yes, was not did. my idea. That was yours. Yeah, but I I ordered. Here's the move. I actually ordered less food than I wanted because I knew how expensive it was. And I ordered the <laughs> smallest dish amongst us four. Which I, paid tacos. For that. I paid for that meal, by the way, so you don't get a cheese. My steak. beer was more than the tacos I ordered. I paid. Well, you should have gotten a ticket because you parked <laughs> illegally. 
<laughs> and I, I saved you that money because we told you you got to move the car. Otherwise, you would have gotten a ticket. So, I, really, I paid you even more money. That's like an extra 100 bucks on a parking ticket. Uh, well, how about this? There's a Japanese chef, 42 years of age. Um, he owns a restaurant called the Butcher's Kitchen Restaurant. That sounds like my kind of place, the Butcher's Kitchen. He's got a Wagyu-style sandwich, Ben. His trademark, $185. For a sandwich? How big is sandwich? Is this the size of your arm? No, it's it's not big at all. But no, I'm uh, not I, interested. I'm not interested. It's it's probably the size of your fist. And you don't have a big fist. My headphones came out, Gasca, and I apologize. But uh, what did you say? I wasn't listening. It was like the size of your fist. Oh, the size of your fist? Yeah. No, I don't. I definitely do not need uh, the. Do uh-huh. not do not need that in my life at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Last one, and this is a personal story. So last week, for all intents and purposes, you were you felt like you were pushed to the brink of annihilation, correct? Uh, there were a couple points where I thought uh, that I was uh, in really bad bad shape. Yes, I had a incident that was making me feel the same way. Uh, so I went to a an event in on the west side of town. Uh, and it was did, for, you, did you watch some of your work and you started feeling nausea? No, no. So it was for a clothing line. They wanted me and a couple other guys to work out at this gym called the Dog Pound um, in West Hollywood. Was oh, it Arsenio Hall's gym? Yeah, something like that. But that for an outdated reference, huh? So yeah. we had all, the clothing line came out. We had put on this workout attire. We worked out. It was a great night. Had some Mexican food after. And I'm driving on the 110 South going home. Ben, usually like at that time of the day – People aren't usually drunk driving, but it was around 8 or 9 o'clock, and I noticed this car in front of me, and he was going in and out of lanes. Well, he actually drove somebody off the road, and I'm a huge honker, but yeah. in this instance, I wasn't honking. I was flashing my brights because I figured like either he wasn't paying attention or he was intoxicated, so he needed to obviously drive in the middle of the lane. Well, this dude jammed on his brakes got next to me, and then as soon as I passed him by, he got behind me and started flashing his brights. And so, Natchi, uh, get a little hot that someone's trying to show me up while I'm on the road. Uh, I jam on my brakes, start flashing my brakes. He pulls up alongside me, and passenger window rolls down, and out comes this little black piece of metal. Uh-oh. And so... I hit the brakes. Whoa. And I was like, holy shit. So 110 South, when it exits into the harbor area yeah. of San Pedro, if you exit one street called Channel, the harbor division of the LAPD is right there. Oh, and you knew this? I knew it. Uh, so I jammed on the brakes, and as soon as he starts hitting the brakes to pull up next to me, I hit the gas, and his window rolls down all the way, and he points out a fucking gun. Whoa. It was a straight gun. It wasn't a big one. It was probably smaller than a Glock, so I don't know what it was. But alertly, I went right off onto the next off-ramp. Now, are you, are you like, trying to I ducked, squish? yeah. Yeah, you have to duck, right? Because yeah, you don't want to, yeah. Yeah, so I ducked, but I kept my I, – I knew exactly where I was going, so I knew the road really well. So as soon as I got off, I made the U-turn – he didn't follow me because he had to go to the next exit, which was uh, Gaffey Street. But part of the reason when people say you're going to Pedro, like that's where the ghetto meets the sea. And yeah, I, I was. It's like a Fast and the Furious movie or something. Yeah. Like I wasn't scared, but the adrenaline level shot up really quick. And then not until like 10, 15 minutes after, I realized, oh, fuck, someone pulled a gun out on me. 
as wow. you know. Well, I've never had that happen. I've never had a gun pulled on me. So can, you've you've beaten me. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, I I have had driving overnight when I come home from the show. I've had three times a wrong way driver was coming at me, and Ooh. that is uh, that's scary. But not as I don't think as scary as a gun. Yeah. I don't think it's scary as a gun. See, since we've started this podcast, we've had a windshield blown out. We've had you get hit in a parking lot. Burned my tongue eating pizza. Burned your tongue. And uh, bit my tongue. And I had a lisp like Lou Holtz for a week. Yeah. You've gone to the infirmary with your gallstones. Nah, that's right. uh, And I've had a gun flown at me so so things are going well it's uh we, we're gonna get vin diesel in here and dwayne johnson for you we'll interview them about that i think we, we can't get paul walker unfortunately he's not available but uh, no like like what would make you feel like you're okay to throw that line out there like the guy fucking died in oh, a yeah, car accident been a few years I mean, but he yeah. burned in a car accident i don't know how he. i don't I understand he how it's been that, six like, years man you, the time five I, years is in the after five uh, years it's open season oh by the way, if I, had, di- if I had died last week, you would have done a stand-up act about me. I mean, what are you talking about? I Please. probably would have called your wife and I would have asked, hey, was I in the will? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Is, are, you, are you done? I don't know why you would have felt good to throw a Paul Walker reference out there. Well, I talked about Fast and the Furious, and uh, that was his uh, his vehicle. You well, actually, that wasn't his vehicle. It was a different vehicle that he was in when he... Yeah. Wasn't he in a Ferrari? I, I don't remember. I, I don't know. I remember the night that he died. Everyone was freaking out, but I don't remember the details much about it. I also was it uh, like that comedian uh, Kevin Hart. Right? He almost died oh, in a car right. accident like last year, right? That's right. Yeah, or, that's true. Or maybe earlier this year. Was it Mel Gibson too? Yeah. Yeah. It's da- dangerous, man. Yeah. Uh, wow. Anyway, what is what to end this podcast on a, on a great note? I think it's a great freaking note. Okay? Yeah. Let's just reference Paul Walker fast. And I didn't curious. know you were such a fanboy of Paul Walker. I, I mean, my God. I, could have been you're something- going to do a heartfelt tribute right now? What are you going to do here? Uh, you get out of the hospital, and all of a sudden, you're just spry as day. Like- I'm making pop culture references. All right. Fast and the Furious. That, how many movies did they make? Seven movies or something like that? They're still going. Fast 8 was out, and then uh, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham had their own uh, yeah. little segue. So I'm what I'm doing is going. I'm going pop culture. Pop culture mallet, right? Vin Diesel, I mentioned him. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. What know? about Eric Holder? Uh, no. Fast I'm, and Furious. I'm uh, I'm good. Are we done? <laughs> uh, thank you, Gascon. And uh, we'll have enough. If you don't, if you haven't already listened to Benny versus the Penny, this podcast comes out first, the one you're listening to. But then we will have Benny versus the Penny back picking NFL games, every game against the spread for week 11. Have a great weekend. Don't forget, if you're hearing us on Friday during the day, uh, I'll be I'll be doing a high school game with Gascon on television. And how can people watch it again, Gascon? You're not even listening. It's uh, the Prep Zone, the Fox Go app. You can check that out. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on the radio. Health permitting, Sunday night into Monday, 2 a.m. in the East. We'll talk about all those big NFL games. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 